We, we are an Alaman registered charity and all our uh, support goes to only goes to Alaman residents. I, I'm not sure exactly the background, but when Don and Ali Westcott set up the charity, I believe they're very keen to have the diner name associated with it. So uh, I, I think it's one of only a, a small handful of charities in, in the British Isles with the diner name attached to it. And actually, it's a very important year because there's an anniversary being celebrated this year. Yeah, it's 25 years. And um, I mean, I've been involved with the charity for, uh, it seems like a long time. It probably is. It's, it's about 10 years. And like a lot of people uh, involved with a charity, got involved because there's a, a backstory and uh, in my case, you know, my, my dad died after a long illness about 25 years ago. He died in a hospital. Uh, it wasn't a great experience. I think if he'd had the opportunity to spend his last days at home, he would have jumped at the chance. And that is what you are giving people that opportunity to. It's, it's to do with sort of dying with dignity and also in a place that you feel comfortable and with your family around you. That's right, yeah. I know dad didn't want to... He didn't want to spend time in, in a hospice, and at that time it was the, the old hospice building. But I think, I think part of our role is to uh, support the likes of hospice and, and other organisations in explaining that there is an alternative and uh, you can um, be cared for by some fantastic nurses and uh, have the dignified death that you deserve uh, so support is out there and and what we do is we fund that support and and it is a lot of funding that is required for this it's an expensive business but even just last year i think you raised uh was it 120 thousand pounds in just one year yeah and uh i think it was our most successful year when i joined the charity uh, we were raising uh, a lot less uh, but as the committee's grown uh, and as our profile has grown we've been able to uh, thanks to the fantastic generosity of the Manx community to raise an increasing amount of uh, funds every year. And, and um, because our committee's got larger, we do more events, there's more fundraising activity. Our annual Christmas uh, carols dinner, uh, when I first went to it, there was about 60 people there. We're now selling out Woodburn House with about 180 people there. So uh, as I said, there's, there's growing awareness of the charity, both as um, a charity to, to give money to, but also, more importantly, f- as a service that's available to uh, those members of the Manx community who, who need it. And as a result, over the years, in the 25 years you've been going, how much money have you raised? We figure that it's around 1.2 million. And given that our fundraising is increasing, that the amount of funds we've raised gets, uh, you know, it's, it's over £100,000 each, each year on average. Um, we've set the ambitious target of generating £2 million since the launch of the charity. We aim to have done that by the end of the decade. Fantastic. Well, all the very best with that one. And one way that people can help you reach that total, Deb, is by uh, getting involved. And there's a new competition you're launching, a raffle, which I think is so exciting. Just tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, we've uh, due to the kind generosity of um, Jackson's, we've actually managed to secure an Aston Martin for the weekend, which is going to be fantastic for whoever ever wins that. Um, So I'm sure many people will be looking to buy the raffle tickets at just the small price of £10 per donation.
That is such a great prize. It really is. Now, I'm assuming there may be some sort of like rules attached to this oh, one. Absolutely. Because, you know, not I, I wouldn't let me loose in an Aston Martin <laughs> for the weekend. I can tell you that now. <laughs> yeah, you do have to be over 25 and there are some terms and conditions. Um, however, it's still a nice prize for you to win at 18 years old to, you know, be in the raffle for one of your parents or your, your older brothers or sisters, etc. Oh, it's fantastic. We were also hearing a little bit as well about the walk. Now, this you, you've been doing this at Radnor Walk for, for some time now, haven't you? Tell us a little bit about it for anyone who wants to take part in this. Yeah, the walk's been going for, you know, many years. And um, it was Johnny, wasn't it, I think, who actually, yeah, you know, well, Johnny Cripps yeah, set yeah. up the uh, walk, which has been really successful. I mean, people come along from, you know, people who are new to the island, which is so nice. You know, and there's different communities on the island who get involved. And it's, a, you know, providing the weather's good, it's a really great day out. I mean, I think the first time I went, I think I slipped down a few banks with uh, modern things. Probably not wearing the right right shoes, to be fair. But um, yeah, it was it was really good fun. And, and then, you know, it's such a beautiful island. You get to see a different side of the island, which is great. And it's, it's a proper walking challenge, it's though, isn't it? It's a proper walking challenge. But I mean, you know, there's people from every age group, you know, who do it. So, you know, I think most people will be able to, to do at least a couple of the legs. And again, you go to the website to, to get involved with that one. Absolutely. Yeah. And how much is it to take part in that? Um, it's a donation, usually around £10 per adult. And we didn't ask, how did you actually end up getting involved with this charity, Deb? Yeah, OK. So sadly, I lost my daughter um, to leukaemia in 2005. And, um, you know, for me, it was just a matter of really look to get giving, giving back. And, you know, the Hospice of Home Nurses do an amazing job. Unfortunately, um, Lisa at the time was 22. So she fell between the sort of the older hospice and the, and the younger hospice. Um, and, and therefore had that opportunity being available to her as a stayed at home. That would have, you know, been really good at the time but you know she was very very well cared for and it was fantastic to have you know that service available but um, that's why you know I want to give something back and and sit on this committee. That's really presumably given you a a real impetus to sort of really push and raise as much money as possible for this fantastic service. Yeah. Well it's been lovely chatting with you both about this and I know you'll you'll have you you mentioned the the Christmas event I'm sure you're probably soon going to be announcing that are you if it sells out every year? Well you you say that Christine in maybe slight jest but we 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 sell out around around summertime uh just word of mouth so um that's it's not usually advertised uh come the autumn but um yeah if if there's space then we'll be advertising that and uh a familiar uh face and voice yourself mr jeff corkish does a sterling job in leading 180 revelers through uh traditional Christmas carols. He will be the biggest reveller of them all, I can tell you that right now. Oh, well, now. He's, uh, he's, he's very good, that's all we'll say, yeah. <laughs> oh, we do love Jeff. So what is the website then, Rich? What do we need to know for people to be able to find out all the information they need about this fantastic charity? Okay, details about the charity, what we do and how you can donate are all on our website at www.hospiceathome.im. 